from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's episode, Ticats GM Ed Hervey speaks at the annual winter meetings in Nashville and he discusses pending free agents, solidifying the O-line, Bo Levi Mitchell, and much, much more. It's Tuesday, January 9th, 2024, and you're listening to Ticats Today. Winter meetings continue today with all nine CFL GMs meeting with members of the CFL media, and Ticats' newly appointed GM Ed Hervey was there, and he addressed a lot today, including some pending free agents for the Ticats, Bo Levi Mitchell returning, and tons more. An extremely busy time for a CFL GM right now. Pretty much will be that way until we return to training camp, but Ed Hervey is no stranger to this it's his third time at the helm of a CFL team so he's a vet at this point and during today's meetings he discussed his plans for the offseason and how his first month has gone as GM of the Ticats uh, very busy um, as you can imagine obviously with uh, the terms of some of the staff you know we were trying to make sure that we got at staff in place um, internal as well as you know working toward getting the coaching staff together I'm still a pro that we're working uh, working on but you know just it's kind of an old routine um, just dusting off the old uh, cobwebs and and getting everything going I think it's been quite exciting uh, for myself and, and obviously having a chance to you know lead some of the meetings here and talk with our staff that has but that is in place um, yeah it's just been busy but really excited about what's ahead um, I think that we're always learning um, and I think that the, the, the beauty about, you know, an opportunity, I feel blessed to have an opportunity once again. Um, I am really excited about that. But I think a lot of it has to do with just uh, continuing to, to, to listen right? and, and to the, the, with meetings and, and being able to have healthy dialogue in those meetings with um, not only the personnel staff, but the coaching staff, as well as everybody collectively and being able to uh, mediate those meetings and, you know, make sure that they a, don't get out of hand, but are able, people are able to get their point across with respect to uh, having what we call lively debate, because those kind of discussions um, allow for teams to, you know, for us to have the kind of success that we're, you know, we're looking for. And I think when you ask me, how, what have I learned? I would say one bit is that I've been able to, uh, you know, listen more and less um, reaction to things that, you know, sometimes it don't make sense in the moment, but being able to uh, you know, gather more information on that. And I get that that's just being a being human. Uh, um, but again, I see that as a positive and I'm just, uh, you know, just excited about the opportunity to, to have a chance to put that to, to work this time around. We will return to Ed in a moment. The area that the team wasted no time addressing was the O-line, re-signing Brandon Revenberg, Colter Woodmansey, Brandon Kemp, Jacob Zott, and Hervey spoke about the importance of having a strong front on that offense and addressed a couple of other players that could still be to come. Yeah, it's, I think, the, again, we, the priority for us was to ensure that, you know, we're winning the, um, you know, our game's going to be won and, and lost at the line of scrimmage. And we felt that getting Rev back and Woodmansey back into the lineup was extremely important to us. Um, you know, we want to be physical at the line of scrimmage, but we also believe that protecting our quarterback and being able to run the football is important. And, uh, um, you know, with, with respect to offensive line play and those two gentlemen in particular, uh, well, those were priority uh, signings for this organization, regardless of who 
was uh, in place at the general manager position. Um, yeah, I, I believe that, you know, the unfortunate part of football is the injuries. And as you know, the, 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 the players who were rewarded um, salary-wise, contract-wise, and they're, they're, they, there's a high expectation that comes with that. Uh, um, sometimes guys don't meet it, whether they play poorly, and then there's other times where um, guys get bit by the injury bug. And this was one of those cases where, um, you know, we had a couple of players, a few players that were bitten by injury that really hurt what we were hoping that we could accomplish. Um, but that being said, um, you know, I've, I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for Joel and um, that hasn't changed. And, you know, we feel like if you know, he's, a, he's a, a very important part of what we're doing and we, we love what he brings to the table. And if, if he's healthy, we're a much stronger offensive line. I think that uh, with Jordan, I think there's, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in discussions with him and, you know, we'd love to see him back. Um, you know, our hope is, is that uh, we can work something out and, and, and get him back in the fold. Um, I'm not sure about what's going on with uh, Riley. Um, you know, I think he's going to explore and see what's out there. And then obviously, um, you know, we have a couple of other young guys that we're looking at in our, uh, in our department that we believe can uh, come in and, and compete. So, yeah, obviously the offensive line is a, is a high priority for us with respect to not only the guys who are slated as the starters, but also depth-wise. We want to be able to have the kind of depth that in the event that we do have injuries and, you know, they're just a part of the game, that we're able to, uh, you know, be just as effective uh, offensively uh, when, when, when guys are filling in. That was Ed Hervey. The O-line is certainly shaping up nicely. The big topic around these meetings has been Bo Levi-Mitchell, the new contract structure, and GM Ed Hervey addressed that along with giving some input on the futures of Taylor Powell and Matthew Schiltz. I think with respect to the Bo, I think we, we all know what Bo is capable of and has shown throughout his career. And I think the, the other side of it is that ensuring that we're able to surround Bo with the uh, kind of players that can help bring this team success. His willingness to work with us obviously uh, shows that he has uh, he's put you know has winning on his mind, and I think for us on our end, I think it gives us a chance to uh, you know to be competitive in the in the open market, and also allows us to um, you know, keep key free agents that in in house. So I think it's a it was a um, you know it's working together is, is how how these things uh, come to fruition. And uh, I think he should be, you know, even though restructurings are never fun conversations to have, and they're obviously never enjoyable for the players. But I think when you look at the long-term vision of what uh, we're trying to accomplish, and I think his years of being in this league and understanding that um, showed well in these uh, in those negotiations. Um, you know, Bo's resume A speaks for itself, but when you look at the last several years, you know, you can argue that um, the numbers haven't been quite the same. But in watching him practice and knowing what he's capable of doing, now it's going to require Bo to make some changes to what he does, but I don't think it's going to be a point to where it, it's, it's a forced change, nor as I do I think it's going to be something that he can't do. But I believe in this system, and you know, Scott Milanovic has a proven track record, I think if you look back uh, several, you know, a few years ago, um, I think people thought uh, Anthony Cavillo's career was was uh, was down, 
And then when Scott and, and trust me, those guys got with uh, AC, that things changed, right? And then all of a sudden, he just you know, he finished very strong. We feel the same way about Bo um, as well. So it's really about uh, his health, um, the conditioning that he comes into training camp with, and just basically surrounding him with players that can help, uh, you know, not only make plays for him, but protect him and uh, defensively get him the ball back. We feel like, you know, the you know, if it's a point where he's, you know, managing the game at times, relying on the players around him, we feel that he gives us, uh, you know, just a great chance at, at winning as anyone else would have when we looked at who's the, who else was available to us. Well, Taylor has played a lot of football, and we really, um, you know, believe in Taylor. And obviously, Matt uh, has done an excellent job for us. And he's someone that the, you know, the organization respects and really likes. Um, we've just started talking about the rest of the roster. Um, those conversations are ongoing. Um, I could say, you know, you never say never. Um, we're very familiar with Matt. Um, we're in constant communication with his agent and discussing things um, with respect to what the future holds. Obviously, um, you know, Matt, there's a decision for Matt to make as well, right? Because there's uh, going to be plenty of opportunities out there uh, for him. And I know that Matt, uh, you know, has desires to also uh, compete and put himself in position to be a starter. And uh, that is something that he has uh, earned the right to to do and look for. So given that, um, you know, anything is possible, but he's going to have, he's definitely going to take a look at the landscape and see what's best for, for him and his career. That was Ed Hervey on the Ticats QBs, much like every other team in the CFL right now. There are lots of pending free agents for the Cats. Simone Lawrence, Tim White, and Terry Godwin are a few names. And Ed Hervey addressed how discussions have gone with those guys so far. I think the priorities for us is to be um, more diligent in, you know, the type of players that we want uh, i think we want to be you know more dynamic in areas on the field position wise i think we're you know we want to be more physical as a football team uh, i think when we look around i think we we at the league and we see how things are changing and, and we look at where we are and where we have been and how, where we could actually go i think there's room for improvement and for myself personally i mean i look at that and think that if we're um you know more dynamic you know, more athletic, um, you know, obviously youth is going to play a big part in that. And obviously, you know, be able to start fast coming out of the uh, out of training camp. I think with that, you know, we can have success. But we, we just need to be, uh, I'm, I'm looking at more physicality um, from my football team and just be more, you know, more playmakers, you know, in the receiving court. I think that's what something that we're looking at as well. Um, there's a list of things that I can rattle off but um, just for time and stuff, I don't want to get too detailed on that. But we do have a vision and a plan, and it's going to help us uh, you know, equate to, to more wins and, and hopefully success down the line. Again, Terry is a, you know, Terry is a very good receiver with uh, tremendous upside. Um, you know, he's a player that you know, you know, makes things look easy at times. Um, um, Likeable. You know, as he's shown the flashes of the ability to make plays, um, you know, obviously we've had some talks with uh, his agent as well. And I know the feelings from his side is that he'd like to return as well. Um, as we proceed with our process, it's, you know, where does he fit? Is he in the right position? 
uh, on the field, you know, and should he be more inside? You know, there's a lot of conversation that goes into that, but he's been very productive for us, uh, well-liked, um, and, you know, it's, there's, uh, there's a lot of upside there. Um, but to, to, to make a commitment at this juncture would be premature. Um, but definitely some, someone that's high on the list of priority for discussion uh, before we move forward. Um, I speak to, to all the agents of the free agents. We you know, kind of talk, I think, with, with respect to Tim. You know, he knows uh, how we feel. I think you know, his, uh, you know, Tim feels the same way about the organization. Haven't heard anything. Uh, negative thus far. The, the talks have been very positive as far as the communication that we have, have had. But um, I think you know that those talks will uh, continue on. And as we get closer to uh, communication week and free agency, I would expect that um, the discussions will heat up and we'll come to a uh, you know a conclusion as to what we're going to do and what what his decisions are. And uh, you know we'll see. We'll go from there. I think uh, uh, we. You know, I think the, the feelings are mutual. We want, we'd love to have him back. And from my understanding, he'd love to be back. Um, we just haven't got to the point where we discussed uh, numbers because, um, you know, they're kind of waiting around for, um, you know, on their timeline. Um, I mean, like, there's always, um, you know, room for veteran players on your team, you know. And I think with respect to, everything when we're looking at our roster and we're looking at moving forward um you know i i'm more so i just look at every player the same way whether you know how they can help the roster right and i think that's what's important and then the fact that you know we we haven't had much success the last couple years with respect to record wise um you know we have to look at everything we haven't gotten into the full details of discussing our you know personnel to the level of what we're doing with with guys or what where guys are as far as returning but you know when we look at the roster you know we have to look at it objectively and make determinations as to you know what players look like on the field as well and i think that's that's kind of important and i know it, it you know i know that's probably not the answer you're looking for but you know in all fairness to the fans who are expecting us to have success um, you know, we, we have to look at our roster um, as a whole and uh, and make determinations. And, and from there, we'll have a chance to really um, decide, you know, what this team's going to look like moving forward. And, you know, there's a, there is a place for veteran presence and, and all those things. Um, but I just know that also there's, a, there's an expectation that comes with how we look when we hit the field. And I think that's a big conversation for uh, myself, the coaching staff, Stott and, and Orlando, as moving forward. I think at this point, it's you know we're we're just in this, in discussions. I think a lot of stuff is still up for for conversation. Um, I you know that's not something that I can say yes or no to. I think it's really the reality is is that we're you know we're just in the early process of of discussing what our roster is going to look like and and how we want to build this football team. That was Ed Hervey during the final day of winter meetings for the coaches and GMs of the CFL in sunny Nashville. 
Far from sunny here in Hamilton. As I look out my window, I just see an absolute blizzard going through. But things are heating up a bit around the league with teams looking to make their splash, whether that be through re-signing guys or with the upcoming free agent market in February. I'll be keeping you posted all off-season long with everything Ticats, so be sure to keep tuning in to these off-season episodes for all the updates. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today.